I can no feel that. That's a space bar. Zing. All right. <laughs> Don't want that. Keyboard talk. All right, let's talk about video games because we haven't in like three months. Yeah, it's been a little while. Well, you it's been, it's been a hot minute. You've been busy. Yep. You got married. We trade off busyness. Yeah. You got married. You moved. Yep. All that. Became president. I did that too, and then I resigned because I was too good for the job. <laughs> Suck it, USA. Politics. <laughs> Even if that were true, and you said that, I probably wouldn't know. <laughs> I refer to them as poly dicks. Oh, uh, yeah, edgy. See, I get it. That I get that though. Yeah, that's a that's a Joey friendly joke. Also, there's a bunch of dicks on a poster behind you. That is, but it, literally over your. Shoulder. I don't like to look at it because it's got your face on it. <laughs> to someone just listening to this episode and not knowing what we're talking about, the Esplozo Magic Cave is covered in Joey's dicks. Yeah, yeah, photocopies. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like a smushed hamburger meat. On a, on a copier? Anyways, let's talk about some games. What, what do you... I know you've had tons of free time with your wedding and moving to play shit lately, huh? <laughs> Not a lot. Not a lot of time. I I will say I still have been playing a lot of Hearthstone because I can squeeze that in for an hour. Well, speaking of... Thank you, Joey. Not to uh, derail you right away. A new Monster Hunter comes out next week. So it's a good thing we're recording today because I can talk <laughs> about these other things. Because after that, I'm going to sound like you with Monster Hunter again. I believe it because I remember what the last Monster Hunter was like. (laughs) Yeah, so I still play that. And uh, to break my never play a free-to-play game um, rule, I am also now playing Pokemon Go. Which you had me install. (laughs) Yeah. I got Bulbasaur. I was pretty stoked about it. Yeah, Yeah. right? (laughs) It was on my couch. Yeah. (laughs) I found a Rattatat there. On my couch? Yeah. Yeah. I still think that would just be super creepy. It's like, there's one around here. You're just like looking through all your shit, and you find one just like rubbing ass on your couch or something. And every or- time you move your head, he just stays in the exact same spot, <laughs> but kind of flies around the room. Am I dead? <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. Uh, so that game uh, isn't a game, but it's um, we're still going to do shit in It's it. game enough. Yeah, you, you had know? me install it, and I somehow hadn't yet. And then... You want to catch them all now. I want to go to the gym that's down. We should go after this. (laughs) But we can't because we're both too much of a puss. I'm like level four and you're level two. Also, we'll get stabbed like you were reading or whatever it was. Oh, yeah. I just read a news article about like in Atlanta or something. People were using Pokemon Go to lure unsuspecting morons in uh, secluded areas to then rob them. (laughs) (laughs) What is this like setting up fake help beacons? I'm like, I'll help you. Well, I, I give her your money, nerd. It was kind of tough because the ABC News affiliate who wrote the article didn't really understand what Pokemon was or what the phones internet were. is, <laughs> what phones are, you know, how the game works. So it's like I kind of had a piece together. I think what they were using was secluded like um, Pokestops, which are the places where you get like Pokeballs and other random stuff. This sounds then, like fucking nonsense. <laughs> hey. It's the most downloaded thing I think right now on the iTunes. Well, no, though. I totally believe it. But yeah. like, even knowing what Pokemon is, taking a step back from it and listening to you say what you were saying just now sounds like gibberish. Like, <laughs> so Poke stops, you get the Pokeballs, and then you you go around and find Radicates on your couch. It's so funny that they just like 
okay, so we named them Pokemons. Okay, so now everything in the world has Pokey in it. <laughs> okay, because if you go to like an animal hospital, it's now like the Dugospital and the Cat Hospital, and you use cat bandages to put on your cat, and, and cat you got to yeah, you got to feed them cat candy. Yeah, but it it's different in that it's just cats and dogs and out, out here in there it there'd be like Persian candy or exotic candy. That's true. Or I'm Siamese trying to think candy. what would be the equivalent of calling everything pokey, because like they can't just call it like you know. There's no reason to call it a pokey stop just because it sells pokey balls, or even calling pokey balls because you catch Pokemon. Does it mean something? Is that a prefix word? No, no. They just, just made it up. It's just gibberish. Good for them. Yeah, they they got some serious branding going in that <laughs> world. It doesn't. It's not like little or pocket Mm-mm. or small. Oh, poke, poketo, pocket monster. That's right. Yeah, it's pocket. There you go. Yeah, pocket. So it's where you put things. Where do you put your dogs and your cats in the? So it'd be like kennel, kennel hospital, kennel, <laughs> kennel balls. <laughs> put your dog in a kennel ball. <laughs> Get in there. <laughs> Oh, I should check on him. It's been like three weeks. <laughs> it's just the corpse. So when when a Pokemon goes into a Pokeball, it converts to like electric energy. I think, and it's... is in a state of suspended. Did animation. you ever see I Dream of Genie? Yeah, where she'd be like in that bottle, but she'd still be like a full person. She's just like run around inside this little bottle universe. But in when you, they zap them into it, they turn into electricity. They do, but I imagine they reconstitute inside, and it's just like. A small little little universe where they can run around and have fun. I think, or this... sit in solitary confinement <laughs> like prisoners. I think a pokeball is vaporizing the Pokemon when it puts it into the ball, converting it to ones and zeros, and when it spits it back out, it's reconstructing it based on its last imprint. I would say yes, if not for the fact that that would then be Digimon. They can't do that anymore because Digimon's doing that. No, I just think that's what's happening. Like, every time you put a Pokemon in a Pokeball, you are vaporizing it and saving it. And it's it's just like the singularity. It's it's the it's ghost like, in the machine. No, it's like um, the prestige, <laughs> the magician movie. <laughs> they just keep killing it? Yeah. So the balls actually just generate new ones. Yes. So Based could, on all the data that it just zapped out of the one you vaporized. If you could, like, hack a ball, you can make any Pokemon abomination. Well, it needs to like read it, like it. It needs to read the thing it's zapping. But if it's read like two of them, could you like, hey, now make a Pikachu that has a Charmander tail? Maybe. All right, let's do that. That's the next version. It's like <laughs> it's like Island of Doctor Moromon. <laughs> you mean Pokemon Roman? <laughs> Pokemon Roman. <laughs> ah, Pokemon Roman. <laughs> uh, it's a, it's a Poke with the. Charmander tail. Uh, that's was it Brando? <laughs> yeah, it was Brando uh, uh, in the movie. Po- Pokemon <laughs> with his little like rat guy. Oh yeah, that's guy. right. That played piano with him. <laughs> yeah. I just watched that recently. <laughs> you did. Interesting. <laughs> they did a riff track, so I watched it. <laughs> and there's a little tiny man who plays piano along with. That him. was a gross movie. <laughs> it was, it was gross. so gross. Anyway, we're not talking about Dr. Moreau. Um, if you have any Pokeball theories, you feel free to write in wantspot at gmail.com. Um, I, speaking of free-to-play, hit Fallout Shelter pretty hard. Oh, you did? I did. And I unlocked all the, the rooms. 
um, which is means you have to have at least a hundred people in your fallout shelter. Yeah. So I have not spent any money. I've spent eighteen cents, which was it's getting off pretty light. Which is the difference between my reward money from the Google Play Rewards app thing, uh, and eighteen more cents bought me one Mister Handy, <laughs> which sounds like sexual favors. <laughs> But Mr. Handy is that robot dude from Fallout 4. Hey, you want to the... come by Mr. Handy? <laughs> I'm extra handsy. Yes, he is. He's got like four hands or whatever. <laughs> what he does is he... You ever hear of a Dutch rudder? <laughs> Mr. Handsy does. <laughs> I don't like your Mr. Handy voice. <laughs> the, Mr. Handy patrols a level back and forth, auto-picking up just stuff. Just jerking things <laughs> Yeah, it's just... You know that it's only that's a... eighteen cents. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I got you. Best best eighteen cents you ever spent, <laughs> buddy. Um, he picks up stuff when you're not there, so you don't have to tap on all the things like you that normally would. A lot of effort. So I've only gotten one other one through play. So it was a dollar for one Mister Handy, and then <clears throat> like I guess the game part of it is there's constant refreshers of goals. Yeah. And, like, they'll give you, like, 200 caps if you, you know, make five couples fuck. And, like, they call it dancing. They'll dance, and then they go to the back room, and there's, like, happy faces, and then they come out, and the lady's pregnant. Yeah. But all I ended up doing is I had, like, a fuck dungeon that I kept... (laughs) A fungeon. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's the that's the sign on the door for like the kids. Yeah, it's got little like smiley faces and a little magic dragon guy. Yeah, yeah. You welcome to the fungeon. No I put my allowed. one super good guy in there that like I your got, stud. Yeah, my stud. I you're studded Sam him. Hell. Yeah. Um. What? You're Sam Hell. What's that? He's the he's Rowdy Roddy Piper from Hell Goes to Frogtown. Oh, I'm yeah. I put my Sam Hell in there, and then I filled the other empty slots with all women, and then closed the game and came back and all the women in that room were pregnant yeah he just like worked his way through them but what i didn't realize i was like oh that's a quick way to like now they're super inbred (laughs) well yes but that's a quick way to increase your population um but your kids walk around and they take up food and resources but they don't work Hmm. for like a certain amount like for maybe two days or a day or something so i ended up with this huge population boom, but it was mostly kids who couldn't fight off bandits and stuff, <laughs> and they can still get hurt. So you have to like keep them safe until people come in. The game is not a game; it's terrible. Yeah. But every morning I would like wake up and it's like something happened in your in your vault. I'm like, I'm gonna go see what's happening. But I mean, at least when you have that many kids, if like half of them die, you're still doing pretty good. Yeah, but and then they grow up and you stud them with their dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because there's no way to tell. Like once they grow up, well, until the kids come out, and then they have like one eye, and they oh, got like a bat so wing, great. and they kind of like limp around, or just like smash into walls until their brains leak out. That would be so great. <laughs> the um. So are you actually going to play Fallout though? I am, and the reason I got back into it is because I watched part of the Bethesda E3 yeah thing, and they're they're bringing out like a, an expansion thing for Fallout Shelter. So I was like, oh, I'll get back into that and see what it is. So I'm ready when that gets here. And then I started looking at all the DLC for Fallout. And then I looked at Fallout and be like, I still haven't even played Fallout. Yeah. And I definitely want to. And I thought I was going to have some gaps in work that I was saving it for. And it just, 
it's a good problem, but I haven't had them. Yeah. <laughs> so that's not like a game you can pick up and play for 20 minutes. It's the same problem I have. Like, I, I really want to play Witcher 3. Yeah. I really yeah. want to play Fallout. But you know from past experience with the games that that's a meaty, like, dedication of time that you have to give. Did You, you bought Witcher 3, right? I think I did. <laughs> I don't okay. remember because I knew I couldn't play it right now. So I either bought it or it's been on my wish list for forever, just waiting till I have time. I thought you bought it for PS4. Then I have it, and I don't <laughs> okay. remember. I have it for PS4. I almost sold it because like the PC version was getting cheaper, and I got the new computer. Oh, but I I never did. I should have. But um, the other thing I started playing last night was Inside, which is very cool. Uh, it's the new game from the Limbo dudes. Oh yeah, six years for a four-hour game. Wow. So they've been working on this since Limbo. Four hours. It's very short. Yeah, but like, it's it's almost like hyper limbo. It's not black and white like it was, mm. but it's the same sort of two point five D side scrolling with a really dark, ominous tone to it, and you they kind of give you senses of the world without really telling you exactly what is going. Is on. it story driven or is it like an action game like There's limbo no, like, talking where you're or like dialogue. jumping around? It, it's, is it side-scrolling? Yeah, physics puzzle. Like the mm. 2.5D, where it's 3D, but you can only go left and right. Mm. So um, similar. It's very similar. But it's like they took everything they did in Limbo and worked on that again for six years more. Um, it's very cool. Very, like, <laughs> there's one moment. I was playing it last night before Kim got back here. And it was just me and the dogs. And there was just one moment. I just went, ah! <laughs> like, <laughs> it was like... it. Not scary enough for a real shriek. No, it it caught me so off guard that it just like lingered. And like I felt like the it's a very solitary experience except for this one moment. And I was so not expecting it because it had been hours since I really had to interact with something unexpected that when there was something unexpected, I just like felt it in my whole body. <laughs> it was like I wasn't there was no nothing was telegraphed at all. And it just was there all of a sudden, and it just was like, vroom, like this wave. So did you beat the game? I haven't. I'm, I'm like halfway through. Okay. Are you going to finish it? Yeah. It's it's very cool, and they they didn't come up with, I don't know, it's hard to say, because it's like, it goes through areas where it seemed like they came up with a bunch of different ideas for that area but not because they wanted to keep using those ideas to pad out and make the game longer. It's like they came out with a good idea, use it in that section, and then it's done. Like, they didn't care about artificially adding length by remixing, like, an idea. Yeah. There's a couple things where they have, like, a mechanic they use over and over again, but, you know, normally where you solve a puzzle this way, You'll have to solve a puzzle that way again. Yeah, maybe add a new aspect to it. Yeah, and then, but it's the same puzzle that's now ramped up, graded up because of the addition of one extra thing you have to overcome. Right. They don't do that as much. Hmm. It's very good though. Why do you think it took so long? I don't know. It's it's hyper polished. Like the animation of the kid reminds me a lot of Prince of Persia. Hmm. Like really, I feel like they were just they had the money. Because this limbo made a shitload of money. Yeah. They had the money, they had the time, and they didn't necessarily need to bring it out. So they probably 
like just wanted it to be perfect. So it's like subtle stuff like the way that the kid will it's almost like Nathan Drakean like he'll like put his hands on stuff if that's what he would do normally like if he's leaning up against a wall he'll see his hand like go up and like press against the wall and he'll like lean in and listen on it or something it's just really simple stuff like that I don't know it's hard to describe so a lot of animation subtle animation a lot of animation a lot of really deep backgrounds that they use as a way to give you a sense of the world without telling you yeah. what's happening, which is great. And I think it's just like part of that thing of here's an idea and this chunk of the game needs to be worked on almost like as its own game because we don't reuse this anywhere else. Hmm. You should check it out. Yeah, I'm I'm interested. Four hours is always kind of... That's great for me because it's not a big investment. I like somewhere in between where it's like if you really like it, you can put the time in to play more of it. Yeah, but uh, if you don't like it, you can get Just start speed know. running. No, but why? I like to invest myself in a game that I know if I really really like it, there's only four hours total. It's kind of a bummer. I'll play Persona. I'm playing Persona Four. Oh really? Yeah. I'm I'm like seven hours in. I feel like I just finished the tutorial. Oh Jesus! Well, How's that's it? the opposite end of the problem. <laughs> that's where you get to like where we were talking about before with like Witchers and Fallout, where you know it's just like so much time. But this is like JRPG ass JRPG. Why are you playing it? Because everybody that I like respect with game opinions says it's great, and it's almost like a more fucked up adult Pokemon. Like the personas are things you collect on tarot cards and you summon them and they level up and have their own abilities. But then like your guy still hits people with like a golf club. Like that's his weapon. And then like Casey Jones. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's a hockey stick. Well, I think he's got a golf club too. Oh, hockey stick. Whatever. Right. And it's okay. Um, but yeah, it's, it's super weird and deep and very, very, very Japanese. <laughs> so. I I'm slogging through it. It it's almost has like that visual novel uh like make friends. You make friends and increase your high school shit during the day. Yeah. And then at night you go into the TV world, which they found a TV in the store that allows them to enter this zone. You go into the TV world and, and then you, you harness your personas. Your your fursona and feel your fursonas, yeah. Feel like the true fox you are on the inside. <laughs> The designs of the monsters are really cool. The only thing that annoys me about the RPG part of it all, there's no random encounters, which is great. That is nice. There's a thing that you see, but the thing that you see is always the same, and then you hit it, and then you go into the battle, and then you see what you're fighting. That's cool. I, I think it's kind of lame, because it's like, oh, there's a shadow there, and it's like the the shadow is like a sludgy looking black thing. <laughs> yeah. And when you hit it, then it's like, oh, it's these it two monsters. Turned out to be a giant dragon. <laughs> yeah, but I, I like that at least like It's better than random encounters. You're not grinding by just walking in a circle for three hours. You can at least like I know where to find the monsters if I want a monster. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah, it's kinda dumb that the slug actually turns out to be like fourteen dragons. But <laughs> you know in this game though, they're probably like dragons with bondage across their face and like uh, dickless chaps or something. <laughs> Like it's weird, weird, weird stuff, but it's it's still interesting enough that I'm still playing it, and I don't like JRPG anything. But this is getting kind of off indie game topic. <laughs> Persona I, uh, Four Fallout. <laughs> I was telling you about um, 
Oh, my phone just died. Um, Wing it, Ari. Yeah, I can't remember Fill what the, the game was called anymore. <sighs> oh, boy. Oh, God. Um, anyway, I played to- one game called uh, Forest Warrior. I remember that. Forest Warrior? Forest Warrior. <laughs> was it on like a regular <laughs> Nintendo game? No, no, no. It was like a Steam game. Where you're uh, fighting zombies. That means zombies. very little these days. Yeah, that's way. true. You're fighting zombies. It's side-scroller. Okay. But it's a... Uh, in the forest, I assume. You can walk either way, backwards or forwards. It's 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 a... Uh, like yeah, left or right, backwards or Left forward? or right. Okay, wow. Yeah, because wow. it's side. Technology. Technology. Yeah. But you're stopped with... It. I mean, it's not a very wide field that you're running back and forth in. I'm bleeding all over this paper. Oh, boy. Anyway. <laughs> I pulled a oh, hangnail too far back. Oh, gross. Hey, everybody at home. Look yeah. at my notes. Um, what it is, is it's like you're a dude who's in the forest and these zombies just come from you from either sides mm-hmm. and you're like swiping at them with various weapons and sometimes there are bird zombies and it's just surviving waves. Okay. You know, and so it's very satisfying to like axe some zombies and stuff like that. Is it that. pixely? It's pixely. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I bought it because it, it looked kind of neat. Was it like four cents? No, I think it was like two bucks though, or okay, something. Okay. It wasn't that much more. The get the price of game market is getting very weird, even on itch itchio and all this stuff. Today on itchio because they're doing a sale, like Steam did. Well, they're what they did was they encouraged developers to put their stuff on sale for the summer as a developer. To, you, you, yeah. You're on the inside. I, I got I got the email guys <laughs> um, to encourage people. To put their stuff on sale to create the kind of environment that like Steam and good old games had. That's cool. Yeah, I think it's a really good idea. It gets um, people to remind the site. people on mass to to discount their games if they've been stale for a while, and it gets people to the site because if they know, oh, a lot of people are going to have the, their game on sale in the summer, then um, you know, might as well check it out. Yeah, I mean. It's not as important for me because my game right now is ninety nine percent off, which it oh, has 100 been. Bucks, yeah, yeah, it's one hundred and sixteen dollars, Joey. Don't <laughs> cheap in the value. Sorry, so. sorry. But uh, for other people who are not on almost permanent sale, <laughs> <laughs> you should for like a week take it off and just see if I can get one sucker. <laughs> it's like there's got to be a reason. It's one hundred sixteen dollars. <laughs> I mean, it looks like a shitty, shitty uh, RPG maker game, but it couldn't be right. <laughs> Oh and my I, god, is this Frog Fractions too? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we gotta make a Frog Fractions. We should make Frog Fractions yeah. too. <laughs> <laughs> Call it, just spell it a little weirder. Uh, what if he's like, it'll come out and it'll be Frog Fractions 2, but you won't know it'll be Frog Fractions 2, so we make Frog, frog Fractions, fractions two. 3. Yeah. No, we make Frog Fractions 3, but it's actually Frog Fractions 2. <laughs> no one would know it was Frog <laughs> Fractions 2. Or um, we just come out with a game called Not Frog Fractions 2. And then we'd be like, you can't fucking sue us, bro. We say it right there. Right it's there. Not Frog Fractions 2. Uh, there's what you were saying about this game. Uh, was, was The Woods? Forest Warrior? Forest Warrior. <laughs> In the woods. <laughs> it's a good name. There's a, Yeah. There's a game called, coming out called Zombie Night Terror. Yeah. Um, th- I saw it. I've only seen it advertised on GOG, actually. But it's a side-scrolling zombie game where you are controlling the zombies, but the zombies are like the special ones from Left 4 Dead. Yeah. So there's like the fat one that explodes. There's the tank. But it's a puzzle game where you're telling the special ones where to do so you can kill all the people in the level. That's pretty great. It looks fucking awesome. And like the pixel art of it is so good. Um, but it's, Does it literally track all the Left 4 Dead guys? It looked like it did. I mean, here you can... 
I'll give you the video, but <clears throat> I saw the one that exploded and he was like a big blobby guy. And there's one that was clearly built based on the tank or yeah, the tank. That's what's his name. Um, okay. Well, it's not playing right now. Yeah. Um, but Force Warrior. Forest Warrior, yeah. <laughs> it was it was it's a fun game. It, I'm I'm probably not going to play too much more, uh, but it, I'll I'll load it up once in a while. I played that just to get a sense of it. Uh, Steam sale happened recently, so I finally finally forced myself to play a couple of the games immediately oh. that were like iffy. Okay. Um, because you know I I just buy a lot of them. How much is an iffy game for you? Like how high will you go on a game that is iffy? Oh, I mean like six bucks. Okay, but I don't mean iffy in that sense. I mean iffy in like, I could like this a lot, or it could be something that is total like returnable garbage. To oh, okay. Me. And well, so, they wouldn't let you return it anyway. Well, because it's uh, I I almost always buy a bunch of stuff and then let it sit while I play other things that have been in my uh, queue, and then by the time I play them, I can't return them. I see. Because it's been more than two weeks, so I finally was like, screw this, I'm gonna play it, at least a couple of them. And uh is this leading to a twenty minutes or less here? I mean, it could be. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But uh so I played some of those games and was able to return a couple already. Which what'd you return? Throw them um, under the bus. <laughs> I returned Craft the World. Okay. Which I didn't is know a, you did that. it's a fine game, but it's just so generic. I know it's on iPad. It's it's fine as an iPad game because it's mouse only. Oh you, you know, you're literally just clicking it, you know, it's like one of those games where you have a bunch of workers and you tell the workers what to do. Mm-hmm. But instead of this one, instead of specifically picking which worker you want to do what, which you can do, you can just like click a tree and one of your guys will walk over. That's almost like Dwarf Fortress. It's it's very much a mix of like Dwarf Fortress, very scaled down. Minecraft, very scaled down. Um, just in, in like a very friendly, uh, like cartoony bow okay because like you you know the whole point is you're you're trying to build yourself some shelter to start with there's some survival elements there's some rpg elements um you're cutting down trees you're getting wood then you can use the wood to craft other stuff that's the whole like craft the world thing then you get the title the whole goddamn world joey (laughs) but i I played it for like 10 minutes and i was like this is a totally fine game yeah i don't want it it's just not going to beat out other games that you want to play there's nothing that i saw like why not just play minecraft at that point sure you know um so i was happy to return it and just like and they let you yeah they let me because i did it like two days after the sale uh but they didn't be like we're getting a lot of return requests from you (laughs) no they've rejected almost all of them (laughs) you sent us three return requests i don't know if if Steam can find some reason not to use that feature for me, then it will. Yeah. It, like, I, I'm never able to return shit, but I was finally able to return that. It's been the opposite for me. That's crazy. I returned a game that was well outside. Maybe it's because they're like, this guy, he owns all the games. Let's throw him a bone. <laughs> he spends enough money here. <laughs> yeah, I'm at thir- over 1300 <laughs> That's just games, not including, like, DLCs. And- DLC is a separate number. Okay, does that include all the software and stuff? Uh, let me look. I think so. Though that would be weird, right? Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, 13... Mm-hmm. 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 1,393. It just says games. Right. At least on the phone, yeah. I don't know. It's a lot. 
Oh, so, so many things I don't even know I own because they were like packs. Packs, yeah. Because my, my, what's the word? Mantra or whatever is if there's one thing in there and it's like $2, yeah. I will buy it and see what the other stuff, maybe there's one good thing else in there and then it's worth it to me. Yeah. It's like uh, <clears throat> you get a grab bag for the rest of it. Yeah. Some of them are very grabby. Very much grab bags. Um, I I fared pretty good on this Steam sale. Um, I got probably maybe like twenty games. Yeah, yeah. I maybe <clears throat> maybe a hundred bucks. That's pretty good. I, maybe I did about that too. I bought a couple of things for VR that I wouldn't have bought other. I bought Hover Junkers, which is usually pretty expensive. Still haven't played it. Um. I don't even think we've talked about VR on here at all, but oh yeah, got, you have a Vive. Got the Vive. Vive in it. The only time I've been playing it is when someone is over that hasn't played it. <laughs> it's and like then it's oh, hilarious. Hey, though. Check this out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it was really fun making Kim do the deep underwater thing. She said it was terrifying. I took a video of it. It was really <laughs> good because it was. It's called the Blue, and there's like a whale one a coral reef one, and then there's, like, deep bottom of the ocean with uh, anglerfish. So you have a flashlight, and it fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she didn't know I was recording, but I could see, like, kind of on the video what she was doing and stuff, and she she was not as much of a fan, but really liked the video on the other side, at least. But I think since you've not played it without other people, it's safe to say there's not yet any kind of killer app no. That you found for Vive at all. No, no. Because um, I also got, I will say, I, I also got the Gear VR, which works way better than it has any right to. Um, I thought I was immune to motion sickness. I've played, all the Vive shit I've played, I've been fine. I ride any roller coaster. Like, I don't get sick on them. But I returned a game from the o- Oculus store. Um, which is what powers the Gear VR. I returned that after beating one level, and I just started to feel like like I had a really bad stomach ache. I'm like, I yeah. might throw up. I'm very... I mean, I can like read while driving. Yeah, Some me things too. don't bother me, but for some reason, those, the, those bad Oculus games really, really affect me. So I, like, yeah, I'd be very skittish about new games well especially the oculus ones are like not seems like the the developers don't have as much of a focus well it's because the the whole idea is not you're up room scale walking around i think that's what makes all the vibe stuff okay yeah for sure and the ones in the that you're seated like they 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 mustn't think about that limitation as much this is sort of a deep pull but do you remember um please don't touch anything yeah they they made a Gear VR version of that. Which, which seems perfect. Which I got, and it's great. Yeah. Except that one ending, it's like the first weird secret one that most people find where you smash through the screen. Yeah, yeah. And then it has like the Illuminati pyramid. Yeah. They recreate that, only it's like a 3D space with like a 3D rotating pyramid, and the background is like a starburst that's rotating. So I'm staring at the pyramid that's rotating, and the whole background is rotating, and I started to feel super terrible. They had to know that would make you want to throw up. Yeah, because like in the in the real version of that game, 
it like crashes the game. Yeah. But you can't do that in Gear VR. So you just can sit there until you press a button to like leave that room. So I just like left it and was like looking at the pyramid and stuff. And because you could hear like this voice in the background. So I was just trying to like look at all the shit because I knew I wouldn't be back here. And I just was like, oh, uh-oh. someone's got to make a game that leans into that super hard. That's basically like, like, don't don't shit your pants. Yeah, but don't to- shit your pants. But it's like just to see how much fucking torture you're willing to put up with to try to win this game. <laughs> And they just try to make you sicker and sicker as uh, like you try to achieve your some, goals. People be like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this," and just that's throw Spelunky up everywhere, too, isn't it? It's <laughs> <laughs> Spelunky too. Is like playing Spelunky while you're in one of those space or those astronaut training things that spin around real fast. Giant centrifuge. Yeah, for the the G force. Yeah. training. I don't know. I I thought I was fine. Or but... it's like a spinning world, and you have to answer like trivia questions. <laughs> you know, something like that. Just yeah. trying to see how much torture you're willing to put up with. Well, it turns out for me, not very much. Yeah. Uh, Oculus refunded me. It was a $5 game called The Jump. And it was... It's like that scene in The Matrix where they can jump from skyscraper to skyscraper. Yeah. And that's like the entirety of the game is... Or like Jumper. Is that a movie? Wasn't that a movie Nicolas with... Cage? With uh, that Chloe Moretz? No, the other girl who was like a girl actor at that time. Or no, I'm thinking of Push. By Sapphire? A novel by Sapphire. <laughs> no, I don't remember. It, it was based on a comic book. In, in where they like That was their like big powers. They could just like uh, nightcrawler places. Oh, no, this is a nightcrawling. It's oh, literally okay. jumping through the air. Oh, you're actually jumping. Yeah, so it's like you, you're That's on a not rooftop. Good. Yeah. You can't do stuff where you move people around. Yeah, well, you control when you jump, and you can like yeah, steer but yourself. As but... soon as you, you screw up what people are actually feeling, like no movement in what they're seeing, which is a lot of movement, like of course it's going to make you nauseous. I, I thought since I knew what... Like, well, since you're controlling it. I'm controlling when I jump and where I jump. And I, the whole thing is just like jumping around the city to climb to some higher spot. And I was like, I, you know, this will be fine. It seems neat and like a good sense of like scope and depth and all this stuff. And by the, I was, I started to feel not great. I was like, I just want to beat one level, which is kind of what you were just talking about. And I, by the time I got to the last checkpoint, it's like, congrats, you'd be level one. I like took the headset off. I'm like, I can't play that anymore. Okay. But what if instead of marketing it as a game, they market it as like, this game will make you puke. If you can beat two levels, you're a real badass. Then you would have sat there and played and you wouldn't have returned it. No, I would have. I I probably wouldn't have bought it. Okay. Well, then the people who would buy it, though, they'd be in it. They'd be playing it on YouTube for their <laughs> subscribers. <laughs> like, Are there any... Have you found any uh, multiplayer games yet? Hover Junkers is. Yeah. I just I haven't played it. You mean multiplayer locally? Or like just online. Well, locally, I've I mean, besides like the bomb squad games and things keep like talking. that, keep talking. Yeah, um, I've not seen anything local like that. But um, even online multi, the the conceit. Do you know what hover junkers is? Isn't that it's like uh, kind of like convoy world where you're you have these like junkers and you're uh, trying to fight other people who are on similar ones. Everyone has like giant hover cars. Yeah, like your your walk around space is like a hover car. And you can duck behind plates that you install. And, like, you have a space of stuff you can, like, grab guns or controls or whatever. But you, like, have to physically duck and aim your gun around stuff to shoot at other people in theirs. Like that crappy airship fighting game. Which one? 
I'm trying to remember. I played it with like three. I, I got a group of people together to play it. Oh, really? You did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and we played it. Was it bad? It was, yeah, it was real bad. Oh, that sucked. Icarus? Uh, yeah, yeah, Wings of Icarus, yeah. It was not good, huh? Uh, we didn't have a great time. Who played it? Um, uh, Paulos, another friend, Roos, another dude, Mark, uh-huh. the, the Squeenix guy. Oh, okay. Um, and so we had a, a full crew. <laughs> just <laughs> rolling in. Yeah, we had a, a full ship and like... Do you, you guys know, just not know what... None of us are like bad at video games. Yeah, well, maybe, maybe you are now it's like new or something i don't know Couldn't... because i think we were just playing like squads of like weird germans and like oh um, that were like way into it yeah way into it <laughs> it it, I mean, it wasn't it is... good though okay that's too bad i like the idea of it a took bunch us of... forever to find a game oh too i like the idea of a bunch of people working together to control one thing no it, it, it we were excited to play it it was really cool that's uh did you ever play lovers in a dangerous space time yeah I played that it, was fun i played with kim some yeah that's a good two person where you're both controlling a ship it's super tense <laughs> like it's almost <laughs> it, super tense for like the friendliest like it's bubble so gum, cute, yeah. cute it wasn't even like we were getting mad at each other either though it was just like there was under the big gun at the bottom it uh, was yeah there was you always felt like you had to be doing something else yeah and it was like this is really well done and really well made. Looks gorgeous. It's super unique. I don't really want to play it. <laughs> oh, I want to play more. I liked it. Yeah, it's it's cool, but I, I just haven't felt like going back to it. I don't know. Uh, uh, what got us here? <laughs> How do we get here? Are um, we talking VR? about something else? You're t- hover junkers. Hover junkers. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you were talking about VR stuff you bought in the Steam sale. Hover junkers. Bringing it all back. <laughs> Um, I, I bought a 3D sculpting thing too, which is an early access, and I probably won't play for a while until they keep going. But it <laughs> seems like good. a cool idea. Yeah. Do you ever do you mess around with the other one? Uh, not the sculpting game, but the painting game. Tilt brush. Yeah, tilt brush. Mm, not really. Yeah. No. Seemed like a lot of work to make something that you that, could more easily do on a computer. <laughs> that one is cool to load up for people who don't really play games and don't know what the VR or what Vive is. It's like just draw in the air and it's like what the fuck like everyone who <laughs> loads that up is just blown away yeah then you move your head slightly and realize it's like oh man it is 3d <laughs> yeah like it looks perfect and then you step to the side and realize all the face stuff you drew is floating <laughs> like three feet in front of the thing <laughs> yeah yeah that was like when nick's girlfriend drew on the snowman yeah 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 um i'm gonna get that that game we were looking at before this started it was like a tower defense space game. That looked like a real game. I can't fucking remember again what it's called. It had a really generic name. Yeah, it um, was like space something. Um, I think it did have space in the title. Yeah, yeah. it was very Two generic. words with a space. And, or cosmos something. And um, Space cosmos. <laughs> it's probably something like that. It It is not sticking. And uh, Brookhaven Experiment is out, which I might buy and then have you play. Because you know too much? Yes. Okay. Um, it's a shooting game though too. I've heard it's terrifying though. Okay. So that's not what, uh, no, it's not that I saw one game. I can't remember what it's called where you're walking around like an empty ship spaceship. No. Okay. Cause no. that game looked fucking terrifying. <laughs> I like, thought you didn't really get scared at games. Um, no, like, what was the that. scariest game you've played that you like, I'm not going to play this. Usually it's like it makes me sick more than anything. Like uh, Amnesia, I just like made me nauseous. To Why? Play. 
just like when things are like sneak i don't know it was like you know you're the whole room is like when you're terrified the whole room is like kind of bleeding around yeah and you have things just like skittering up at you it was like uh <laughs> this isn't like fun exactly it's more just like <laughs> i didn't I'm like not having a good time yeah <laughs> There were a few games like that that, like, I don't know what about them. Like, I played a lot of first-person shooters, never had a problem. But for some reason, Redneck Rampage, if you That's remember... That's a deep pull. It yeah. made me so nauseous, and I still played probably, like, 40 hours of it. <laughs> that, I bought that game, and I was so fucking excited for it, and then my computer wouldn't run it. Ooh, that's oh. a bummer. Yeah, I think it's on GOG now, though. I should get it and play it now. It'll make me nauseous, I can tell you that. It it plays the same. Like, it plays like every one of those like sprite-based I, old Duke Nukem, Shadow Warrior. I had no problem with Wolfenstein, Duke Nukem. None of them. I, Blood? I, I cannot explain why that game in particular made me nauseous. Sorry. Amnesia was kind of like that, too. I installed Blood last week. <laughs> have you been playing it? No, not yet. Oh. I'm going, I, I have that... I bet you'll PC realize it sucks. I hope not. I fucking loved Blood. I bet up. I bet it sucks. It was like the game no one played because they were playing Duke and then jump from Duke to like uh Quake and Doom 2 or whatever. Yeah. Blood was so fucking good. You could kick the heads of the stuff that you shot off. Oh, it was so good and it was so dumb and it was It's probably not good. Anymore. It was like dumb black metal kid in high school notebook shit. That was like uh, I played Carmageddon, which was like that. Was Probably like, I'm the same gonna thing. run over these people and kill them and blood everywhere. And... <laughs> the game is called Blood, though. I feel like it knows what it is. Yeah, but I bet it sucks. Uh, we're gonna I'm because gonna Duke Nukem up. sucks. Wolfenstein sucks. It didn't. No, but now past. it sucks. Yeah, have you? I played actually because I played through a most of the new Doom. Yeah, fantastic. By the way, this has been a very non-indie. No, show. this is triple A heavy. Yeah, um, which is fantastic. But then I went back and played through the first level of the original, the original Doom. Yeah, it still holds up okay. Except I don't think you were supposed to have a mouse. If I'm, cur- if I'm mistaken, it was just keyboard. Well, I used the mouse, but like to walk was moving the mouse because there's no mouse look. Oh, so like so to you're walk down the hallway, you're rubbing like, the mouse yeah. vigorously. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. That's when you imagine. That's when you realize why people actually bought the trackball things. Where you just like, I was yeah, I was just thinking like the trackball makes total sense. Now it's not so cool, but there was a <laughs> time and place for it. Other than those golf games and bars, right? Right. Golden tea. I played through the whole first chapter, and I still had a pretty good time. There's a game coming out called Strafe that is literally trying to make itself feel like an old game like that with. Really chunky Quake era looking guys and sprite based shit and low poly lo fi with like that really um heavy synthy metal music. Mm-hmm. It looks fucking amazing. But like the blood when you shoot somebody and it sprays on the wall, it'll like start to drip on the wall. So it's like retro looking with new shit in yeah, it. Yeah, it with looks some cool so animation good. stuff. Yeah. Uh, I am very excited, but I don't think it's coming out till next year. Hmm. Um, let's see. Let's talk about real quick some review copy stuff we got. You want to talk about Wan Wars? Yeah, yeah. Well, I really want to talk about Wan Wars. Yes, you do. Wan Wars is probably one of the best things that we've gotten through the review process. Yeah, I for agree. Me. I'd... Like I, not to 
say that we haven't gotten some cool stuff, you know, and, and these are things people have allowed us to select uh, to play media copies. Um, so, you know, we're not like coming in with, oh, I just spent 15 bucks. This better be good. It's usually like, I'm totally open to whatever this is. The bar is very low. Yeah. And this game freaking blew it out of the park for me. Yeah. You, I loved it. I, I, I think it's like one of the best uh, multiplayer couch multis like in the um, Towerfall vein. Yeah. You know, it's it's got a really, but it starts out with like a really solid single player mode. Which I have not touched at all. I've only played the multiplayer. The AI is solid. Yeah. Which is like, they really didn't need to do that. A lot of couch multi games just come out with the multi and maybe like shoot the targets. Mm-hmm. You know, That's like what some, Towerfall some used skill to be. stuff. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, this has full game modes of different variations also because the game is like, so the whole game is your wizards that fly around on brooms. Mm-hmm. Some of the wizards are like, one's a robot who is built by a wizard kid. Um, one's a cat. Which I was, was the cat man. Owned by a witch. Um, and another one's just like a spirit. Another one is like... Uh, Harry the, Potter. Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. But he's more like Gen X-y, I guess, or whatever. We played this on the projector, right? No. We played only Smash Brothers on the project. No, 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 not outside. The one that was on the during when we watched Dangerous yes, Men, we put with this on Kyle. the project. Yeah, 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 exactly. And Kyle had no idea what this was. Yeah, and another one of um, Kim's friends was here, and we all played it. That's true. And we just got super into it, like almost immediately. It's so stressful. Yeah, people who had <laughs> never like I had been playing it a good amount. Yeah, but everybody else had not played it at all, and everyone else immediately got it and was able to play it and got like stressed out by it. <laughs> but in a good way. In it was a like fun, fun way. Stressed out. Super fun because you you've got this basically uh, a big orb, the power orb that the longer you hold it down, um, the faster it like charges it up, and then you let it go, and it'll hit people and if they don't catch it and throw it back then the, it'll kill them um and the more it goes back and forth the more it gets charged up the faster it goes so it's just like flying all over the it's screen like death tennis yeah exactly but except de- tennis you're on two sides and you're just flinging it back and forth this is like you're flying anywhere it's top down um so y- you can really move around anywhere mm-hmm. uh in a 2d space and they also have arrows that if you shoot an arrow and it hits someone, then it's they turn into arrow. a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the chicken makes them defenseless to the orb. So you can like shoot the orb, chicken them real quick, and then they are helpless and die. Or vice versa, you can shoot them with an arrow, catch it, shoot it back at them. Or shoot the orb. Oh. Yeah, you can shoot the orb too, and then it stops it still and takes their charge, like it takes their color out of it. So like if your orb is your color because you shot it, it won't kill you. Right. But if you hit it with... Uh, if someone hits it with a arrow, then it changes the the color to basically neutral, and then you can pick it up and fling it, and that'll change the game big time. This was uh, you never played. Uh, what's it called? Shit, Lethal League. I played a little bit. I didn't like it that much. It's the same core game mechanic, but I feel like Wan Wars fixed the big problem I had with Lethal League, which is Lethal League side-scrolling. Yeah. And they don't put any platforms or anything on the level. It's just a flat plane on the bottom, and you jump around, and you smack the ball, and it literally does kind of the same thing. But <laughs> Wand Wars, you can move up and down, left, right, because it's that top-down uh, overhead perspective, immediately made it more interesting. Like, it didn't even need to add obstacles or anything. You just had more like more to do it felt like 
Well, they also add in, um, they do add in obstacles too. Oh, they do. The, the levels the- get really interesting where like, you can also get, like in Towerfall, there are power-ups, you know, that make you invisible or Oh, the you- special things all yeah so those are so good some of those some of them are in bubbles that you have to pop with an arrow or the ball some of them um don't get released until you like interact with the unit with the map in a certain way and then it'll spit them out and then it's a race to get them or (laughs) um there are sometimes game modes that are affected by the uh the different uh, architecture of the map the the game in addition to having just like you know this is how many kills you get. That's who wins. There's also team modes, but then there's also like straight up just shoot each other with arrows mode. Oh, I haven't played that one. Um, there's a couple other. There's one that's like, isn't there one that's more soccery? Did I, or did I make that up? Yeah, where you have to shoot it. You have to get it to a goal. Right. Yeah. There's definitely there's another mode like that where it's a team mode. That's again. the one we played with Kyle and Kim's friend. Yeah, that one. That mode's really fun. That was too. really good. So there's. A lot of different modes, and the AI will play them too. Play oh, okay. them well. You can put bots in, in the in the well. Also in the single player mode, you get taken through that kind of stuff. Uh, there's like a, a story for each character. There's you can play through um, profiles for for the different characters, and they're actually like funny. Oh, like fun each little character has a story mode. Yeah, the art is cool. The conversations are the dialogue's funny. There's no voice acting or anything like that, mm-hmm. but. Um, there's, I was trying to look up the price. There's actually character. I think it's eleven ninety nine on Steam. Oh, like always? I think that's its normal price. Wow. So it's pretty cheap. Um, you know, I'm sure it's going to go on sale probably next Steam sale. Um, but yeah, eleven ninety nine. Eleven ninety nine is definitely a good price for getting a solid multiplayer and solid single player. Really good animation. Really good music. Really good. Yeah, it was the the guy who coded the entire game also made all the music oh yeah it's three people yeah it was two artists who did animation too and then this one guy they're all in canada and uh he did everything which is like (laughs) (laughs) mind-blowing because it feels like a real game doesn't feel like someone was dicking around in their basement this is uh moon radish moon Moon, radish games moon radish games yeah very solid one wars uh, if you like that couch multiplayer stuff which we obviously do um Highly recommend it. So far, everyone who who we've had try it has thought it was really great. I think it's just they didn't know it existed. Yeah. So hopefully, this lets a couple other people know you should check it out because it's very good. It's really good. Um, let's see. We also had uh, Solitarica, which you were less high on. It's it's a solid game. I it's, mean, for what it is, I just yeah. Solitarica, I actually requested access because I had been playing a shitload of Pocket Card Jockey, which is a super dumb game that I can't stop playing. It's made by the Pokemon people, um, and they were just like, what if we just like took a break for a couple weeks and we made a solitaire-based horse racing sim? Hardcore solitaire horse race Which is, an, I mean, obvious. How did people <laughs> not come up with horse racing solitaire game in the past? It's... It has so many fucking systems, it blows my <laughs> mind. But I I had come from that, even still, working my way backwards from Churchill Solitaire, which was <laughs> Donald Rumsfeld was taught a variant. Oh, that's right. It's Donald Rumsfeld's game. Yeah. Taught oh, a variant so dumb. of Solitaire by Winston Churchill or something. <laughs> or something. And 
he like essentially was the project lead on porting it to iOS. And it's good. I like it a lot. And I've been playing it. And it's just solitaire. And like you were saying, it's great to kind of just turn your head off and play solitaire. So solitaire in Pocket Card Jockey and Solitarica are pretty similar. And it's the kind where you have a card at the bottom and then you have a field and you can go one up or it's, one down. It's a classic like Windows solitaire where like in Windows you would have four piles and you have to build up from ace to uh, two or I mean to, to king. In this it's the reverse. You have piles that you're trying to break down to nothing. Yeah, you're not moving like stacks of cards around the thing. You're just like going up and down from the card at the bottom. It's the, the Regency solitaire that destroyed Kim for like a whole weekend. <laughs> Because she likes fancy lady stuff. Was it when was it? Was it over Christmas break? It was a while ago. Yeah, thirty hours in three days or something. In in <laughs> not as not that many days. Yeah, I'd come home and she'd just be <laughs> like <laughs> sprawled out on the couch, clicking through Regency Solitaire still. But it's that exact same mechanic. So they do it in Pocket Card Jockey with some other systems, and then Solitarica uses it with like as a battle mechanic, which I really really like that idea. Um, I played through the tutorial, played through a couple levels of it. It seems very well made, great art, uh, really good presentation. Um, it moves kind of slow, very slow, but like the, the part of the, of, you know, regular window solitaire that's satisfying and that keeps your brain off is that you just keep clicking the deck and more cards just keep flipping over and then you can move the ones and if you miss the other one, okay, you can just keep bringing up a new card and it's constant stimuli. This, you kind of, you look at the field, you click your card, then it takes like one, one thousand, half a second. Flip the card. (laughs) Yeah. And part of that is because during that hover to turn over, the enemy you're fighting is like attacking you. Yeah. Which that just needs to be snappier. Maybe there's a way to speed that up in the options or something. I didn't look. But, yeah, if you could get rid of the animation, that would make a like that would take away the charm of the game. Yeah, so the animation and all it, that stuff it looks really good. It looks really good. It also looks very free to play, but it's not. <laughs> like there's gems and stuff. <laughs> By coins. And coins. Yeah, there's definitely a thing that says shop. I'm like, I wonder if they pivoted at one point. Could very easily be, but mm-hmm. then I can't understand why they'd pivot that direction and not the other direction. Uh, because yeah, yeah. one direction you make a lot of money. <laughs> That's the free to play. Ugh gross uh i i still like it i i don't think it'll replace like pocket card jockey is the problem um i'd rather play windows solitaire i would not i would rather play churchill solitaire oh okay (laughs) but um which i just switched to android and it's not on and it's really bumming me the fuck out but it's still on my (laughs) ipad so i'll i'll be okay solitaire could be a better phone game yeah, I bet. Where you're just like picking it up and pushing, but I'd still get frustrated with the speed of it. Mm-hmm. Like it's the the whole idea of having spells in solitaire, very cool. I I really am liking this mash, like the mashup game design. Yeah, that's like what Ten Million is, and and that's like Wizorb, which I don't think I ever actually talked about. I Maybe think we, we talked did. about it a long time ago, yeah. but yeah, where you get two classic ideas that you kind of shove together like that 10 million is really fun yeah and you must I've build been, a boat yeah i've been playing that um recently 10 million that's, a, 10 that's million. a great like puzzle game where you still feel like you're not just playing bejeweled right but well, it's very bejeweled like there did you ever did I ever bring up screwy scallywags on here it sounds familiar it was a it was made by ron gilbert 
and it was like a match three. Ron Gilbert of Monkey Island fame. Yes, uh, it was a match three game, but it had like the uh, threes movement. Like if you slide up, every, like the spaces or whatever, yeah. Would, move up that way but you had a character on the board along with the matching you're doing and there were enemies on the board so you were trying to like match a bunch of swords to build up your strength match a bunch of shields or whatever to get shields yeah and then if your dude ended up next to a bad guy they'd fight and you would just need to have your stuff built up enough before you fight them or they kill you sounds fun it's really good and it they have it on android and i went to install it and it won't run like they abandoned it or something but you still bought it? It's free. Oh, like it's they free. went free to play with it. Oh. Um like That's a bummer. I, I paid maybe like two bucks for it on my phone and my tablet. And that was probably one of my top played things other than like Puzzle of Dragon. Like I played Scurvy Scallyways at least once a day. And I couldn't explain to you why. <laughs> like it I thought, gets so hard and punishing. I thought what you were gonna say was that it's just like threes, but there's just a guy on the screen who goes, "Good job, <laughs> that was a really good move, no, man." He's a pirate, so he'd be like, "Yar, good job, yar." That's <laughs> really, really nice. <laughs> yeah, flip it that way. Oh, we're really in a tough spot now. Do we? Re- we need to do that and get Justin Roiland to do the voice. You'd be like, "Oh, you're doing so good." <laughs> Oh, we might get crushed. Oh, where we got crushed. Let's play it again. If you slide him up off the board, he just falls off and then splats <laughs> way below somewhere. Uh, oh, it's me. I'm back. I can understand why you would do that. <laughs> I'm going to try to climb back up while you do that. I think four moves better. Okay, I'm back up. This is frog fractions. <laughs> this is he, he falls off and then he goes off and does something else in a different game. I would love that. Where it's just like the it could be like Clippy from the Microsoft Word thing, yeah. just like some <laughs> shitty looking animation that just talks to you throughout the whole gameplay of some Whoa! simple like puzzle game. <laughs> oh man, your counting is off the hook. <laughs> But then, like, there's got to be things where as you progress, it, like, makes other things show up. Oh, and then they start turn. talking to each yeah. other. <laughs> Your screen just populates, and then you quit out, and they don't leave. <laughs> like, it stays as, like, a, a layer on your on Where are you game. going? You created us. Come back. <laughs> we call you Papa. <laughs> oh, that's so good. What a good idea. Like Patent pending. Yeah, don't, like, just make threes again, but have one of the tiles has a little talkie dude on it. <laughs> Just next to him. Talks to you the whole way. Super supportive. Supportive at first. Then it gets weird. <laughs> hey, it's kind of hot in here. I'm just going to take my pants off. I hope that's cool. You keep doing this. He tosses him on another tile. <laughs> they just stay there. Hope you didn't need to see what number that was. I think it was a six. <laughs> just remember, pants equals six. This is this sounds like something that'd fall out of a game jam. Like not a real game, but like a great interactive experiment. Like shower with your dad. Shower, yeah, shower with your was that simulator? Shower with your dad simulator. Yeah. Or that other game where you're just jerking off and then occasionally the door would open and someone would be standing there. Did you ever get that? No. Okay. <laughs> I think you can get it for like twenty cents. Yeah. I can't remember what is what are you looking at? Is that the name of it? What are you doing under there? Oh or something like right. that. What's going on under there? Yeah, you're right. You're right. Like how that. do they? How do you do it? Is also on Steam now. 
Which which one's that? The one where you bang the dolls together to make them fuck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> which is a great idea. Yeah. But that's like to live and die on itch. That sh- game should never have made it. To... It's free to play on Steam. I don't, yeah. But I mean, it shouldn't ne- It shouldn't exist in the Steam oh, I agree. Like, atmosphere. It should stay in like classic itch environments. That's true. That That is seems... Do they not have... Is, why does Greenlight still exist? Maybe they don't have to pay the hundred bucks. I don't know. No, I'm I'm sure they do, but I just feel like so much shit gets through now. <laughs> that is literal shit. Like, there's a game called "There's Poop in My Soup." Yeah. Or what are you doing under there? Or shower with your hey, dad? Seemingly, like you didn't make poop in your soup. So. No, I know, I know, but that seems below the bar of quality usually, or that I thought. Yes. Of like Steam's vetting process would let through. Yeah, because yeah. I thought the whole point of Greenlight was like people that weren't established developers had to go through Greenlight, unless all these games are getting greenlit. <laughs> or maybe they're like serious developers are making Don't Poop in My Soup. <laughs> it's made by ex, EA. Ex-Bioshock uh, Infinite developers <laughs> developed uh, The Poop Looks Very Good. It's, very, it's poop mapped. It's uh, multiple universes of poop. I just I'm I'm having a hard time figuring out because I've still see recently people are like vote for us on green light. It does seem like the bars dropped a lot. Yeah, but I don't know. Maybe you maybe it's like you can get on Steam at any. You should go through it. Try to put Idiot Town on there and see what it's like. Okay, I'll experiment and come back. Yeah, but I don't want to pay a hundred bucks. No, no, no. Don't pay a hundred bucks. Yeah. But like, try to submit a game and see what happens. All right, I'll do that. And because um, if if mine doesn't flag their most generic of rpg maker games then you know anything like nothing will well what we need to do is just make you a or not game maker uh, rpg maker we need to make you like a good cover art okay so it looks like a real like commission piece of what the fuck you trying to say about my dutch village (laughs) thumbnail (laughs) i'm saying you stole it from the internet i did it was public domain though so i was cool just trace over it yeah okay I'll, i'll put a filter maybe a Photoshop filter. Photoshop filter. <laughs> okay, <laughs> whatever. Um, but I've seen game or RPG Maker games on on Steam. Yeah, but usually they're like serious JRPG, like really leaned into making bad art, you know, and like really, really blew it out. So it was like a serious, boring JRPG. Like Lisa. No, <laughs> Lisa's amazing. <laughs> Lisa is amazing, and that's that was Game Maker, right? No, it was RPG Maker. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, that was weird. I was able to do. Did that. you ever play the the expansion? I did. Yeah. And you said it. What was it? Happiness or something like that? Uh, no, wasn't it the name of the kid? No. I don't remember, but it was that was harrowing. Yeah. That was like I still haven't beat Lisa Prime. Oh, the uh, I fucking love it though. It's it's so good. The the DLC, I like I'm glad I played it, but it's like relentlessly bleak. Yeah. Relentlessly. Like not not even as fun anymore. No, it got way past being fun to where it was just like really painful. And it <laughs> fills in the gaps in like a terrible way. Aww. Like anything you imagine, this is so much sadder. Uh Lisa the Joyful. The Joyful, not happiness. Close. Yeah. It it was it was good. I'm I'm glad. Uh, I love that it that exists. it's successful and that it exists. Yeah, yeah, overwhelmingly positive. Yeah, I I I couldn't recommend that game more. Yeah, but man, do you feel like real garbage? <laughs> really, real garbage. You, the only thing on 
uh, Steam from this devel- that developer is still just the uh, various incarnations of Lisa. Yeah. Well, that's so enough. I got this for this, right, you know, the soundtrack and the art collection version. I don't know that I'd want to listen to the soundtrack. That I, soundtrack is like also like jilted. <laughs> like it makes it probably make me dizzy to listen to that while driving. God, I really like it. It's like Earthbound on Acid. Yeah, that game. I feel like we've talked about Lisa before, but I still really like it. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go back and start playing that again. <laughs> So, anyways, green light. So, anyways, <laughs> whatever we were talking about, we just VR. we haven't talked so much. Like we just were. I know we got a lot like pent a good, up. Good catch up episode. Yeah. Um, we can get back to you know regular episodes in in the coming weeks, but I feel like we just had a brain dump of things we wanted to bring up before we forgot. Should, about Do you them. want to give away a game? Oh, uh, I don't have the list. My yet. phone's dead. Otherwise, I would do it. Hold up! Hold up! Yeah. Let me. See. I can. St- all right, well, let's give away a game, and in honor of us coming back, let's make it a fairly good one. Yeah, I'd say this one is a like a very desirable game. Yeah. So this game is called The Forest, which right. I, I believe is in permanent early access, if I'm not mistaken. We, we both know what The Forest is, so there's not like, yeah, what is this, but... You chop down trees real good in that game. <laughs> I like it. If 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 you didn't know as a survival horror, could you even think of what other type of game you would call the forest? Um, what other game? Like what genre wise? Just what would you have thought that the forest would be if you knew if you didn't know as a survival horror? Uh, maybe like a um. Uh, all I can think of is survival. Because <laughs> that's what it is. The lo- like, like the long dark. I could think of like, uh, like a side scroller, like Mega Man type game, where you're like a defender of the forest or something like, like that. Like, like Woodman. What was your game? Oh, uh, <laughs> Forest Forest Woody. Warrior. Woody Man. <laughs> Woodman. Woodman. Dun, 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 dun. Forest Warriors. See colon the forest. The forest still foresting. K A F T J N four C H K N R shit. NR6HC. You should start over. That's there's no way anyone's going to realize what that was. It's the forest, man. Welcome to the forest. My my screen zoomed out halfway <laughs> through the word. K A F T J N 4 C H K N R 6 H C for a copy of the forest. And and all we ask again is that if you do get this code, which anyone's entitled to and we'd be happy for you to get it, just Send us a review. It could be tweet size. You can tweet it at WazPod at us, or you can send it to us on our Waz group. Post it on the the Waz group on Steam, which I think is just Waz group or WazPod. WazPod. Speaking of, Michael Hogan writes in. Oh, or WazPod at Gmail. That's WazPod it. at Gmail. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, uh, Michael Hogan writes in with a Warlocks versus Shadows review, which I believe we gave away on our last episode before our. Hiatus. Hiatus. Yeah. Yes. Uh, before getting to the review, I wanted to thank you for the games as well. As for the time and effort you put into all the shows on the podcast network, you guys are great and I enjoy all of your work, but I don't want this to get too preachy. So here's the review. Hopefully it's not too long. Thanks again, Michael Hogan. Um, it's time to play Dwarves versus Zombies. I mean, Warlocks versus Shadows. <laughs> Overall, not a bad game. Probably not worth the $14 price tag. 
General gameplay description. It's 2D action RPG where you survive waves of en enemies. There are five unique worlds, each with their own enemy types and boss at the end. Each world is broken down into five to seven levels. consists of ten or so waves of enemies. So if you math, you can it's find a, out about how long... a lot of enemies. Yeah, it's a lot of enemies. <laughs> <laughs> at the end of some levels, there will be a shopper chest for you to loot. So that sounds okay. Pros, the game controls very well, and I felt the controls were responsive. The art is well done. The backgrounds, enemies are all very cool looking. There are 11 playable characters. You start with six and unlock one each time you defeat a boss. Characters are all very unique, ranging from a child who summons fireballs from the sky by dancing to a robot angel soldier guy to a lady. Who... Wait, I wish those were the same thing. <laughs> like, that's what he's dancing to. Yeah, that's what it says. Wait, so there's a little kid who summons fireballs while dancing to a robot man? I don't, well, maybe not. It says the characters. I think are, he's talking about different things. Like, this is the range of things. There's a kid to a robot. Oh, okay. But yeah, I, I wish this was like he a did. kid <laughs> who summons right, fireballs right. who dances to a robot guy who's just like, yes, yes boop, dance. boop, boop, Here's boop, your fireballs. Dance, dance, dance. <laughs> to, a, to a lady who can freeze enemies and slow them and then shatter the ice to damage them. Maybe not the best descriptions, but you get the idea. Boss fights are enjoyable, just about the right difficulty. Uh, the game has Diablo Borderlands-esque loot system of procedurally generated random drops with varying stats, attributes, and rarities, which is quite fun. Sounds cool. Uh, one feature I particularly enjoy is that the buy-sell menu is the same screen, and it shows you a running total of your net money as you select things to buy-sell. Uh, multiplayer the game features an array of multiplayer modes both co-op versus i can only imagine playing this game with friends would make it more enjoyable but i don't have any friends <laughs> that dot 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 that i'd be willing to make spend 14 dollars on this game i i still advocate finding creepers on craigslist who might be trying to catfish you <laughs> but will play steam games with you i've never uh, done it but i imagine it's worth the story and you might get some games out of it <laughs> speaking of repetitive cons the game is simple ways of enemies, so by nature it's pretty repetitive. A playthrough for one character is about three hours, and I was not inclined to do a full second playthrough. I did play the opening level with a different character just to get a feel. I feel the game would have been more enjoyable as a side-scrolling adventure game with longer levels to run through rather than an arena survival style, but that may just be my personal preference. Each character has four skills, and each character is very unique, which is great. When your character levels up, you can put a point into one of these skills. However, there is no indication of what level up, leveling up a skill does. After four levels of skills, uh, actually obtains a new attribute, i.e. an attack silences enemies now, or a skill also heals you. This is awesome, except you have no idea what that will be until you actually level it up. There is no skill tree and no form of explanation. Yeah. The uh, the other issue with skills is that even though your character's basic attack is a skill on a cooldown, that by itself, uh, your basic attack is a skill on a cooldown. By itself, that's not so bad when you think about other games in which characters' attack speeds vary. The only problem that arises is when you get to the enemies that can silence you. I think you can see where this is going. If you can't, it means you can't use your skills. So it's including your basic attack if you get silenced. Yeah. Which sounds kind of annoying. Brutal. Yeah. I guess if it's easy to negate, then maybe that's different. Um, uh, loot system. What's that? Wasn't this a pro you say? Well, it is. But to be more specific, the downside is that the game did not feel particularly well-balanced around the loot. At a certain point, I just got good enough loot that I blew through the final world and a half, <laughs> including the last two bosses with ease. But that may vary for different playthroughs. Overall... By no means this is a bad game. In fact, I'd even say it was very enjoyable. The game features a lot of variety in its playable characters controls extremely well, and the art is very pleasing to look at, though the gameplay of surviving waves of enemies can be a bit repetitive. 
Um, if not, I'd still recommend it on sale, but not at the full price. That was a kick-ass review. Yeah, really good. That was an awesome review. So I, thank you, Hogan. I you know I get it, the sense of of what he's saying that uh, for a free game <laughs> it was good. <laughs> yeah, for which some of these free games we give away they're not. <laughs> so the forest is good. I bought the forest. I like no the, the forest. forest looks like a legit awesome game. I, I I'm not interested in survival horrors. You are. So you I, already I had like it. chopping down trees. I want a lumberjack game. It turns out is what I want. That's what the forest should be. The forest, it, like I think it might be the first early access game I can remember. The forest, or it seems like I've been seeing that as an early access game for forever. Nah, man, nah. Rust. Rust. You're right. Rust for sure. And uh, you're right. You're right. I'm thinking of Rust, not the forest, because I remember when Forest was coming out, and I thought it was a lumberjack game. <laughs> yeah, because you you came over and I was just chopping trees. Yeah, yeah, that's because right. Because I didn't right. go into the forest, which is where like the creepy pygmy. People you're right. Are. I was thinking of I was thinking of Rust. Nah, man, nah. Just chop these trees with me. Chop them up. <laughs> It just it, it was like one of the first games I saw where you had to like harvest resources that I felt like you were actually doing the thing. Whereas like in Minecraft type stuff, hit that thing until it turns into stuff you can pick up. But this one was like you chop down a tree and then the tree falls over and you then know, you can you, pick up the logs. You know where else you can pick up logs? Real it's life? In Stardew Valley. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I haven't played it yet. No, I mean... The tree explodes into a bunch of little logs on the floor, yeah, but you can then pick them up. That's like Terraria. Yeah. Did you play Terraria? Yeah, I played it some. Not I didn't as... love it as much as as you know the internet seems to. <laughs> I played a lot of it, but it's good by my by myself and whatever. I yeah. I dug straight down to hell, <laughs> and then jumped all the way down there, and then saw how hard it was. I'm like, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> it's scary down there. I'm not I'm not coming back. Uh. Uh, before we go, uh, I did a little bit of this during the sale, but this is a public service announcement from Wazd, or from me. If you have not played Kalimba or do not own Kalimba, please buy and play Kalimba. So why don't you talk about Kalimba and why you think okay. it's, it's phenomenal? Because you've been talking to me nonstop about it. Have you played it yet at all? I bought it. My computer wouldn't play it. But you, So you haven't played so it So I haven't played it. After yeah. this, we're going to play it. All right. I've been hearing you for the last like two, three weeks just talking nonstop about Kalimba. Here's the problem now, though, is it's built up to you, and I went at it from absolutely nothing. Yeah. So I liked the art of this, and I watched the video, and I saw it like it had a BAFTA award. Yeah, from like 2015. Yeah, Yeah. like which is kind of strange. Because it doesn't look like much. It doesn't. It looks like it has one simple idea. And the problem is, is th- it's like a game like The Witness, where you heard it here. Columbus like The Witness. <laughs> <laughs> it takes it takes a thing and it keeps building on it so much so that by the end of it, it's like unrecognizable. Okay, so there's like maybe five chunks of the story where it takes a different mechanic. It starts with a mechanic and then keeps every level adding a new thing to it, giving you more to think about. And everything they do with it is such a clever, like, un like I wouldn't have even thought to go there. From a game, de- the art of game design perspective, I just, every time I fired up a new level, was blown away. It was just, like, super charming and clever. Like I, nice I looked at like... Kim, because I, I don't even know why. Oh, they're doing that. I don't even know why I played it. Yeah. I loaded it up. 
and I was I had just gotten like some other big game too, and it was downloading. And I was like, oh, I don't know what it was. I'll try this one finally. Sure. And then an hour later, just looked at Kim. Was like, Kim, it's gonna sound sarcastic when I say this, but it's the only word I can think of. This game is a delight. <laughs> like, I've only the, heard you describe her sister as that before, <laughs> and Kim's sister. <laughs> the the artwork is um, Trixel based. Which is like triangle, like triangle pixels. Triangle pixels, yeah. Um, where if you want to also create some Kalimba-esque art, check out Marmoset Hexels on Steam, which I also bought during the Steam sale. Let's you like essentially make Kalimba art, and it's really fucking cool. Um, the style's beautiful. The music has this really awesome, like it's a very minimal soundtrack that a lot of stuff you do in the game um is musical in nature like if you pick up power-ups and stuff it's going to have chimes that always seem to fit as part of the music that's neat it's very very cool Mm. um like there's in between levels there's a guy named hobear he's like your spirit guide he's like oh listen to hobear and he tells talks to you about the level but it's super meta it's like there's a giant monster coming could this be a boss (laughs) like or like she had a feeling it was a boss. So like the the whole conceit of the game is you're this um god who is like overthrown or something by or shaman who's overthrown by an evil shaman, so she possesses two totems. So that's what those things are uh on the like that you're controlling. Yeah. But she can't control one of them at this or both uh, of them at the same time. She can only control both of them at the same time. Like oh. she can't tell one to do something that the other one cannot do. So you constantly have two dudes that you're having to get through this level, but you the things they do in the design of the game that uses that mechanic is so fucking cool and so unexpected and so smartly designed that it it was just like one of the gen- most genuinely surprising game experiences I've had in a very 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 long time. And during the sale, you could get all the D- the two DLC things, which is basically like a solo version and a co-op version of a, some expansion levels, and the game for like three fifty. Yeah. So I know Press Play, who's the company that made it, they also made a game called Max and the Curse of Brotherhood, which is one of those games where you're like a plat doing a platformer that you can draw in the platforms kind of yeah so it's it also seemed good i never played it i bought it because i loved kalimba i was like i'll give this a shot and i didn't even think kalimba looked great um but i know that they were no longer a studio and have recently reformed with some of the core people to start a new game a new studio so that's great uh but they got bought by microsoft and i think microsoft closed them cool cool um but kalimba is um I feel like the bar, the barrier to entry at this point is so low that the next time you see it on sale, just get it and then tell me. That's what I did. I, just, I mean, I bought it because you've been talking about it. Yeah. Now it's, I have to wait for my new video card. Well, for some g- goddamn reason, <laughs> we're gonna play. We're gonna play it after this. And I, the funny thing was, is I posted the announcement on our Steam curator group, and someone's like, I don't know. Watch the video, and I'm like, the video does not sell what makes the game good, which is a really hard thing to say because... Video don't lie, man. Yeah, it's it's tough because it's like discovering all that stuff is what made it so good, 
but most people aren't going to take a chance on it unless you tell them about some of that stuff. Yeah, and then you ruin it. And then you ruin, like, this is not at all what I thought it was. Yeah. So I, I like... It's, was, it's Frog Fractions too, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was sitting there, and I'm like, I want more people to play this game. Without anyone looking or doing any research, just taking your word for it. Yeah, yeah, but even that is doing a disservice because, like, they... They know I, already you're recommending it. Yeah. So but it's you got to a... get over that because no one's going to find it otherwise. They're not finding it. Yeah. Play Kalimba. Just please, please, please play Kalimba. Or Joey's going to cry. If you liked... He's going to cry Limba. <laughs> Super Nintendo era rare, like... Banjo-Kazooie. Banjo-Kazooie or... Was Spire? No, that was... Not Spire. Um... All I can think of is Banjo Kazooie now. Fuck! Didn't they have some dragon games? Donkey too? Kong, and you know they did Do- oh, Donkey, Donkey Kong, Kong sixty four, and they did uh, Jeff Force Gemini, Blast Corps, but just like purely designing a video game ass video game, not trying to be a movie, trying to make you have fun with mechanics that you've never experienced before. It's a puzzle platformer, right? It's a puzzle platformer. Yeah, so that's my jam. I'll yeah, probably be into that. It is, and it's one of those. It's amazing because I had Kyle play it, which I really wish I recorded because before he and Brian were, but this was before LOLJK and I was showing it to him because it was like the same night. I, I bet just, there was a lot of shit being talked. Oh, yeah. It was the night I discovered it. Yeah. So I had to tell somebody and they came over. So you told those two animals. Uh, yeah. And they were talking, you know, it's like, oh, just fucking do the thing. And I'm like, you don't understand. I know exactly what I need to do. My brain won't let me do it. <laughs> and then I gave it to Kyle to try. I like went back a couple levels and gave it to him. And then same thing happened to him. It's like you, like you die and you respond immediately. And then you just keep making that same mistake over and over again. Like I know what I need to do, but and it's only two buttons. It's jump, and then another button makes the two switch places. Mm-hmm. Those are the only buttons you need to worry about. And there's something about it that just like makes your head turn off. And that's like how great their puzzle design is. Cause it's, if you pay attention, you can do it, but it requires you to fucking pay attention. Big thumbs up. If you have not, well, I gathered. So, okay. I, I want someone else to play it and tell me what they think because no one has. And that's a bummer. Um, Brian left saying he was going to buy it. Brian's not going to do shit. Yeah, but he said he... Brian says a lot of stuff, Joey. He added it to his wish list. A lot list. of hearts broken. Yeah. Um, and he had never heard of the game before that. So yeah. uh, that was one I well, know... Well, why don't you just... What, I guess everyone can just go buy it, play it for five minutes, they'll get the idea, and then they can return it. If if you don't love Kalimba after, like, what is it, 20 minutes is the limit? That's... This might or be two 15. hours. No, you're right. It's too... Uh, I don't know. I can't remember anymore. Play I always, an, I always fuck it hour. up, whatever it is. Play for an hour. If you don't love it in an hour, return it and tell me that you returned it because I want to know like what turns Because Joey wants to fight you. And I want to fucking find you. Um, but I don't think you will. Like, I... Because you're a big pussy and won't tell him. Because <laughs> you're afraid. <laughs> How about... Let's give away... Uh, I didn't play it, but you played some read-only memories. Oh, I like it. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. It, you have to really like adventure games, but it's a uh, future adventure game. I thought it was you're solving a mystery JRPG for some reason, like that sort of 
Not really. Turn-based RPG. No, 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 no. Huh. No, you're going to different locations looking um, for the owner of this robot who woke you up in your apartment. The guy who built the robot was like working on really high-end projects like this robot who's like a prototype. And so he's like the first emotive robot that's going to help you. And you're helping him to find this guy and what happened. Mm, interesting. And there's like wacky other robot, you know, police force and other things that are happening. I've heard a lot of good things about like the writing in it. Yeah, the the writings, like the dialogue is good. It's clever. Um, it's got like, it's like um, GLBTQ, like friendly uh, character topics and like dialogue without being like that i did hear that too Yeah, you know without being like beat you over the head with it it's uh it's just like makes it normalized so it's not like you know so people talk about it as like a successful social game because it's not making a big deal out of things but still mentioning them right in like a safe way i mean that's Uh, how it should be though you should yeah it, it, it shouldn't be like that it's not a gay game right like it's not like they're selling it like this is like promoting gayness and you know uh, to have positive homosexual experiences or something, you know, it's yeah. not like that. it's just like a part of the world. It's just part of it's just you know in the game. But the it, as an adventure game, it's a fun adventure game if you like those without being too uh, you know. There's not a lot of like walking back and forth or anything like that. No, that's good. You know, things move pretty quick. I'm still gonna play it more. I haven't beaten it by any you know or gotten deep enough that I'm feel satisfied with the game. I'm still gonna go back, but. This is like a fifteen dollar game. Yeah, saying, solid right? game. C four L two B Q eight K A R B five W I W. I think it's a capital I. Try a one if not, <laughs> <laughs> or maybe a lowercase L. Speaking of adventure games, remember how a long time ago I bought Frambo? Yes, and I returned it. Yes, I ended up with it again in Humble Monthly. <laughs> hey, and then I bought another adventure game uh, during the Steam sale that I'm actually kind of liking. And you still have Dropsy, right? Or Droopsy? And you still have Dropsy. I bet I like that. Yeah. But um, Tormentum, or Tormented? Tormentum. I think it's Tormentum. But that was the one I was telling you, just every picture looked like H.R. Geiger just threw up on the screen. Giger. Giger just threw up on the screen, yeah. (laughs) This is a very, very sad clown picture, but it is a skeleton clown. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to keep playing that. It's... It's the puzzles are super dumb, but I just really like seeing that's tough. Like, but that walking was, through the art, that was stuff. like Cat Lady. Yeah, but I like that the Cat Lady puzzles were to kill somebody. I thought that was cool. Yeah, but it wasn't about the puzzles. It was about the art and like the weirdness of the story. Yeah, more than it was anything else. Yeah. Well, I can tell we haven't done this lately because my throat's hurting. <laughs> so we should. <laughs> yeah, wrap you gotta this up. keep that. That's your that's your instrument, Joey. You my gotta keep maker, that prepped. Yeah. <clears throat> I didn't. This is like one of the first times I recorded without like three glasses of stuff out here. Oh, like water lubricating, <laughs> yeah, liquids. I can I can feel it like in the in my throat starting to close. <laughs> uh, well, this has been a good catch up. Yeah, hopefully we can record more often. Get some videos. We're gonna play some Candace DeBebe eventually. <laughs> it's which is something. Candace DeBebe's incredibly trick lifestyle. I've for, been playing uh, that a little bit. Yeah. It's something. I'm excited get, for you to see it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not going to play it until we record it. Okay. I want to save it. So we'll we'll get another series of the Crapitorium going. On uh, if you haven't seen our other uh, for Gender Bender DNA Twister Extreme, <laughs> featuring the lovely Kim. 
We need to do another one of those too. Ooh, there's like 15 characters. There's a lot of games, and they're in there. all different. <laughs> you know, we gave a lot of shit for them for never putting it on sale less than twenty five dollars. There's a lot of game in there. <laughs> I, know. I get it, kind of. <laughs> the quality is pretty low, but there's a lot there. There's niche, yeah, and lots of um, CGs. <laughs> Who I've seen that used in other games now. It's like special drawings. It's uh, gross drawings. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> well, in that one's case, it's more like draw the drawings that are not in proportion, and things are smaller or larger than they should be. Yeah. <laughs> Usually heads are smaller. Yeah, for sure. And everything else are massive. Well, this has been fun. Write to us, waspod at gmail.com. Uh, yeah, Twitter. send us uh, your reviews. Send us comments. Send us uh, anything. Yeah, games to check out um, if you make games. Feel free to get at us if you want to talk about your game on the show or anything. And sign us out. Uh, wait, at waspod on Twitter. Our Steam group is waspod. Um Post stuff there. We'll interact and talk to you. Whatever. Interaction. Um, Feel free to add us on Steam. I'm Clockface. Uh, Dibno. D-Y-B-N-O. And um, and just know we won't always be able to talk to you, if ever, because we just leave our Steam open. Oh, yeah, yeah. Steam, don't try to contact us unless it's in the <laughs> in the group because yeah, yeah. we're probably playing something else. And I, I usually play with just a controller on the couch. Well, and I, I just, mine's always connected. So I come home and I see like six a messages. A message, yeah. I'm like, well. Feel bad. Yeah, it's like, I'm not ignoring you, I promise. But I, I rarely am lo- looking at Steam when someone sends me a message. <laughs> and if I'm playing a game, one of the rare chances I am playing a game, I'm probably not going to stop playing my game to talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but at us, we like knowing what people are playing. And, you know, uh, I guess maybe I could talk to you someday uh, we'll see just dangle like here <laughs> yeah dangle dangle um rest in peace Harambe peace and love Joey Ari Joey you love him he's cool don't worry about it he's my bro okay. rest in peace <laughs>